0: welcome to bloodbath the true crime podcast i'm ashley and i'm jamie hi jamie hello wait did you say true crime yeah so like if i don't like the nitty-gritty details of like murder stuff i should stop listening i mean you can give it a try but you've been warned okay that's fair that's fair and if i'm easily triggered i should probably stop listening right now again you were warned so don't come crying to us <laughs> got it all right <laughs> be sure to rate review and subscribe wherever you get podcasts it's time to get started. Let's go. So today, I got a story for you that you're going to hate. Is spooky? It's not. Oh. But uh, it's definitely dumb it's very dumb okay john douglas white you ever heard of him i definitely have heard that name before well more people should hear his name okay we're here to say his name more there (laughs) should be more on this guy is he the bad guy or he's a bad guy okay in my opinion he is a serial killer okay a necrophiliac gross and a fucking pastor oh no yeah buddy yep killer priest Yikes! Here Speaking we go. Killer priest. Everybody go watch Midnight Mass. Oh God. I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> so before his whole pastor shtick thing, we're back in 1981. John White was then a 24 year old in Battle Creek, Michigan, and he was married. He invited his 17 year old neighbor, priest can be married. This is before the pastor shtick, and yes, in Christianity they can, in Catholicism they can't. Oh, okay, but this is before he was a pastor. Cool. back when he was a kid. He invited a 17-year-old neighbor, Teresa Etherton, to his basement to look at his racetrack. Wait, so if you want to become a nun, can you get your, like, your orgasm on before that? And then you like decide, mm-hmm. never mind. Yeah. I had one of the greatest feelings in the world, and I don't want it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they wanted to devote their life to God after that. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's not a cult. <laughs> anyway, so... Uh, Anyway, here he is inviting a 17-year-old neighbor down to the basement. 17? Yeah. No. Yeah. Down in the basement. Look at my train tracks. They're cool. Come look at my... I have set. Legos. Yeah. Well, he was behind her as they were in the basement. No. And he stabbed her under her right shoulder blade. Wow. He continued to stab her as he smiled. Yeah. Oh, gross. It was really freaky. She survived the attack and she said, he wiped my mouth off and he kissed me and he <gasps> held my hand and he said, you're going to go now. I'm really sorry you have to go like this, but what the fuck? You're just a woman. Yikes, dude. Yikes. Big oof. How I about mean, no? How dare? No. So he was arrested and convicted of attempted murder, which I mean you know where we stand on that attempted murder is, murder is murder there shouldn't be any difference your objective was to murder exactly and he said you're going to go now like that was his plan was you're gonna die did he leave her for dead he did he oh, apologized he didn't you didn't succeed right Like, <laughs> haha you suck he apologized and asked for help instead of prison time oh fuck you and was sentenced to five to ten years with a recommendation for mental health counseling in prison While in prison, John White appealed his case, claiming his lawyer didn't make a case for insanity, so it wasn't a fair trial. So he appealed his case, and he won. Of course. The jury reversed the verdict, and John claimed to have partial amnesia during the time. Oh, shut up. A Satan took me over. Exactly. Like, okay, bud. How about you just continue to cry to your Sky Daddy? Well, the judge gave him two years probation, as long as he got some mental health help. Teresa, the girl he attacked, did not even know he had appealed the case. She wasn't even warned or anything? Not even warned. Wow. Like, she she went to the courthouse for something, and she saw him in line. <gasps> yeah, didn't even know. Oh, the fear. Mm-hmm. That would... Oh, my God. I've seen people who, like, look like my babysitter. Who, yeah. For people who don't know what's molesting me. And I go into a fucking uh, stranger danger. Yeah. Imagine... And they just let him out because he's a priest. That's the only reason why they him He's not a priest yet. Oh. Damn it. <laughs> Wait. Where, oh, he just took her down to his, his basement, not like the church basement? Yeah. Oh, okay. Just his basement. He's just living next door to this girl, brought her downstairs, stabbed her. Oh, so he's going to become a priest so then he could do whatever he wants and get away with more. There you go. I see. Disgusting. So, <laughs> here we are in 1994, John White and his wife were living in Comstock Township in Michigan. He got a wife. He did. He Questioned got another her. one. So this is second wife. He gets three total. It's weird. Uh, why do guys like these get wives? And I'm over here single <laughs> as a Pringle. I don't know. Maybe I'm. that's what I need to do. Go after serial killers, right? Because that's what the so. true crime community is about. I mean, we both probably dated one at least. Valid. But also, I would never, would never, willingly. Of course not. That was a joke, just in case anybody doesn't know. I know. That's, I was being sarcastic there. Oh my God, LOL. <laughs> All right, so on July 11th of 94, 26-year-old Vicki Sue Wall was seen getting into John's pickup around 3 a.m. Oh, God. Questionable. Witching hour. She didn't show up for work the next day, so her family put out a missing persons report. The sheriff's deputy, Eric Denathan, questioned John, and it was a really weird conversation. He knew that John had done it, and within days of the interview, John had tried to mix his booze and pills in the hopes of unaliving himself. Oh, But he coward. failed to do so. Good. John's wife stated that he had multiple personalities and that he wasn't really the one driving in his head. You think that's actually true? I think he probably did have multiple personalities, but he still did the things. It's still the same person. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I want to watch that new documentary on Netflix. That's about some dude that has like 26 personalities in him. Oh, yeah. But There's a quote in like the trailer and the cops like, I don't care which one of them did it. One of them's going to jail. There (laughs) you go. are still going. Yeah. Bye. Makes perfect sense. Mm hmm. Okay, so detectives decided to check his truck for blood. There wasn't any visible to the human eye, but they used luminol and found glowing blood spots all over. But this is back in the day. DNA testing was not the one we know and love today. Yeah. So they needed about a dime size of blood back then, and it needed to be fresh in order to test it. Oh, fuck. So they had no way of knowing if it was Vicky's or not. Damn. We're going to have a back-to-back case now of mine's in the 1930s for next week oh and nice they don't even they were like we'll just take this we don't know why but we're gonna take it but we can't do anything with it that's wild <laughs> wild that they thought to do it i know yeah all right well six weeks later thomas meskel was walking down a track next to his parents house and he noticed two drag marks on the side of the road Ooh. he followed the tracks and found a white tennis shoe then he saw a pair of underwear oh no then the smell hit him Oh. He looked further and found the exposed skull and body of a dead woman. And that's when he turned, <laughs> this is in quotes, turned round and hightailed it out of there. Oh my God. <laughs> a shirt and bra were around the neck of the deceased, but the mm-hmm. body was so badly decomposed that the autopsy couldn't determine the actual cause of death. Wow. Well, it ended up being Vicki Wall and John White was charged with murder. He wrote to his wife from jail saying, I'm just feeling some relief now that things are starting up. He wrote adding he was coming to grips on the possibility that i may go to prison for the rest of my life and i can't help but think it may be for the better that for you and the kids with the cause of death undeterminable john was charged with involuntary manslaughter and he got eight to 15 years he said it was a tragic accident Mm -hmm. i don't know how you accidentally strangle a girl though like no no what in the brian laundry shut the fuck up exactly no but wait there's There's more always (laughs) 13 years pass it's 2007 john white is a free man what he moved to mount pleasant and became a pastor and also got engaged after being arrested twice Mm -hmm. he's a second offender and they're still just like whatever exactly because the first one was attempted murder the second was actual murder but it was manslaughter because they couldn't determine that he actually they had no actual evidence that he he committed the murder this is just making me so afraid for when Brian Laundrie does get caught. I know. I swear to fucking God, ring up by his toenails. <laughs> well, here's where it gets Halloweeny. Oh God. It's October 31st, 2007. It's 6 a.m. and Pastor John walks right into his fiance's daughter's trailer. Her name is Rebecca Gay. She was struck over the head with a hard rubber mallet and then strangled to death with a zip tie. So his stepdaughter. Future stepdaughter, yes. Yeah. He then proceeded to attempt to have sex with Rebecca's dead body. <gasps> Rumor has it, though, that he couldn't get it up. Mm, so, Oh, no. We feel terrible for him, obviously. Oh, you're so your Poor baby. Ugh. He then dragged her body to his truck, dropped her body in a ditch, then returned to the trailer where he cleaned it up, drove Rebecca's car to a nearby bar, walked back to the trailer, tossing Rebecca's phone on the way. All the while... This there is a three year old in the trailer he dressed up Rebecca's three year old in his Halloween costume and then drove him to the prearranged meet up point for the boy's father to take him out for the day of Halloween trick or treating yeah no mm-hmm. so good thing he didn't touch or hurt the child I am happy about that but you, did that kid just see you murder his mom too yep we are going to make a little Dexter. Yep. You done fucked up. You done fucked up. (laughs) It's terrible. Well, crime scene investigators processed the victim's trailer for physical clues and searched his mobile home, uh, John's mobile home, and they found bloody towels and other incriminating evidence. When questioned by the detectives and the Michigan State Police, John White confessed and led them to Rebecca Gay's body. On November 1st, 2012, John White was arraigned in the Isabella County District Court on the charges of first-degree murder and was denied bailed thank god <laughs> sky daddy <laughs> in april 2013 john white pled guilty to second degree murder for killing rebecca gay the judge sentenced him to 56 years and three months still not life though not life you've yeah. murdered two people and attempted murder the amount of eye roll that had right the first one and you still don't get life and how old is he right here um oh gosh I like have 30s to do probably This said 13 years later. Right. 13 years later from 94. And I'd have to do math. I'll tell you in a minute. He's got to be in his 30s. Okay. So he was 56 at the time of Rebecca's murder and then sentenced like seven years later. So he's like Pretty much sentenced to what his age is. Yeah, exactly. Well, on August 28, 2013... A prison guard at the Michigan Reformatory Correctional Institution in in Ionia. Oh my God, that was hard to say. That's not a fun word. Ionia. Found (laughs) John White dead in a cell. Oh, you coward. He had unalived himself by hanging. How'd I know? Yep. So that's the story of John White. The pastor. A horrible guy in a horrible justice system. Yeah. He wouldn't have done it. Had he been put away for the first time, you know, or the second time or, you know. And yeah. don't they read the letters that they send? And then he literally wrote to his wife, like, I'm glad this is happening because now I'll be away from you and the kids. Like, that's probably for the best of everyone. And only after that did she divorce him. Like, like, hello. Are you kidding me? Oh, well, God. anyway, that's the story of him. And um, just wanted to, you know, let you know that this episode is sponsored by Wicked Clothes. Yeah, so you can head over to wickedclothes.com and check out all their things they have going on. They actually have a Halloween discount code right now, which I don't know if it works with our code, but you can also try it with Bloodbath code as well. They have a Mothman shirt. They got serial killers, documentaries, and chill, which is like the main one that everyone loves. Mm Mm-hmm fan favorite whenever i wear it out that's how we meet people <laughs> i really love my true cl- true crime club one with the yeah. knives on it that's the one i met the girls at ulta and they were like oh i listened to morbid and i was like hey <laughs> what's up <laughs> how do you about you saw that, this? You saw that shirt? <laughs> i wore my apocalypse one yesterday It was nice. really dope everyone liked it yeah so you can head over to wickedclothes.com and use our code bloodbath all one word and you'll get 10 percent off your order now let's get into my serotonin. And dun, this is dun, going dun. to hit home for oh, you. Goodness oh, no. gracious. Okay. So while doing my research for a I looked up specifically haunted places in Oregon. Because you hate me. Of course. Gotcha. And obviously a bunch of our McMinimins, they showed up. <laughs> we just had a debate on what it was called. McMinimins. <laughs> <for a second. laughs> it's because we haven't gotten our Cajun tots in so long. Oh, they're so, they're just glorious. They are. And you can get Cajun tots with a ghost, I guess. Great. But we're not doing McMinimins because I stumbled across this little story, which is in Lafayette. I hate you. Yeah, I know. Although most cemeteries are quite creepy, the Lafayette Pioneer Cemetery is said to be a bit more eerie than others. Stories say that a woman was hanged after being accused of being a witch and that she haunts the cemetery. Her spirit has been (laughs) spotted standing or wandering through the graveyard, and some have heard her laughing. One witness is... Witnesses. One witness claimed to have caught her voice on Tate saying, run home. Others say they've been chased out of the cemetery and then found deep cuts all over their backs. Mm-mm. No, thank you. Oh, it's such a tiny little cemetery. And we are so going to visit it. It is really creepy looking, though. Once we get back from California, we are going. Oh and my. I swear to God, if we hear laughter or crying, I'm yeeting myself the fuck out of there. <laughs> Yeet us, delete us. us, <Yeetus> and delete us. <laughs> So there's a bunch of little stories about people going and trying to find the ghost. So I'm gonna read a bunch of them, and then also have the website linked in the show notes as well, so you can read them yourself. Mind you, this is all you know near McMinnville, and McMinnville's huge for UFO sightings. So I'm sure they're all into the paranormal. to do that too. UFO and like alien things. Is probably the thing I'm most afraid of. It's, it's like the so thing scary. I'm least afraid of. Really, <laughs> being abducted and like take the, me. Everything has said that it is real. I don't give a shit. Oh my god! No, stop that. <laughs> Do not manifest this shit. She takes it back. I don't. <laughs> okay, so this one is is titled Unexplainable. My girlfriend and I came here Friday the thirteenth about nine forty five p.m. <laughs> you're you're the, red flags. The meme. <laughs> I am the meme right now. Why? Why would you? Why Friday the thirteenth, nine forty-five p.m. That's the best time to go. Two mistakes made already. You got one strike or three AM. left. Either way, <laughs> way, anyway, you're done. Uh, we immediately heard a lady laughing hysterically, but we thought it could have been a part, been a party in a neighborhood nearby. My girlfriend's camera refused to take a picture of what appears to be a flagpole. It would flash but not take a picture. We could move and try to take a picture and still nothing. We would start taking pictures of something else and it would like and it would take pictures like nothing happened. Try to take a picture where it was having issues and and nothing. Afterwards, we stopped in areas of the neighborhood nearby to see if we could hear the lady laughing and we couldn't hear a dang thing. Also, when I went to sleep that night, I had terrible dreams that I can't remember a thing about. I just remember wa- waking up with my heart pounding all night. Other than that, nothing truly really terrifying happened. Five red flags. <laughs> I counted. And they stayed. No. this one is titled evil ghost me and my best friend in sixth grade decided to go up at 2 50 a.m we heard laughing and glass breaking i passed out and my friends had to drag me out before i awoke three red flags right there boom 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 i'm pretty sure that was me that would be you we go there at 3 a.m and you pass out and then i'm stuck with you pass out i can't get trying too to stressed. drag you while i hear all this laughter and glass breaking you're like hello i'm leaving your ass I don't, I don't blame you <laughs> i'm gonna wake fine. up and be like
1: okay, i'm a ginger I'm a, I'm okay. Okay. i'll be okay
0: you don't have a soul they can't they can't they can't do anything this one is titled saw her no long long ago by buddies i think it means my buddies but it says bye buddies. Bye buddies. <laughs> my buddies and i heard about it and decided to go late at night spent a bit of time there kept feeling like something was watching us We tried to get her to talk to us and tried to rustle her feathers a bit. What up, demons? It's your boy. (laughs) It's your boy. (laughs) Found we were... What is it? Found where we think she died and and was buried. There's a lot of words missing in this. (laughs) We began taunting her to get an answer. No words. But one buddy said something that must have pissed her off because he ended up getting grabbed so hard between his left shoulder and collarbone that he fell to his knees in the grass. There was no visible no visible around him person okay nothing visible around around him? him yeah okay and when we looked at where he was grabbed and i shit you not bro had a deep black handprint that by flashlight looked black slash dark red we decided it was time to leave <laughs> that's like get on the nope train to nopeville right? and nope the fuck out right before we left she blew on my neck and we spun around and there was her apparition scared us so bad we took off running that's the part where they lose me i don't at the apparition yeah it's like this is a little too far for me to be like i believe you now you see me like you know what i mean really like the beginning with like like i don't know why the 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 palm print or whatever like i kind of believe it but then the whole breathing and then the apparition it just seems so supernatural (laughs) like the show Cheesy. This is how you get the, the Winchesters out here. Exactly. We need oh, to no. dress up as ghosts. I've been abducted by a ghost. Winchesters, save me. Save me, Dean. Come <laughs> <laughs> All right, one more. This one's called Be Safe. Oh. Drove an hour away to come here at 3 a.m. We barely made it through the entrance before hearing some woman laugh. It's 3 a.m. No one should be laughing. <laughs> hey, I work nights, okay? Right. <laughs> I suddenly felt my chest get super tight, almost hard to breathe. I'm really susceptible to ghosts slash spirits. I don't know why, but I've always been sensitive to to the other side. When my chest got tight, I knew that my guardian angel or friendly spirit was trying to rip me back not to go in. I could have sworn I heard a voice in my head that said, don't. And I fucking left. We ran back to the car and when I was running, I could almost feel someone right behind me breathing on me. Whoever that witch is, she knew I was sensitive to spirits and wanted to mess with me hard. I'm... Glad I got out of there while I had the chance. Damn. Just noped the fuck out. Just noped the fuck out. That's what I would do. Yeah. So when we get back from Cali, we're, we're going to go. At 3 a.m.? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. We're going to take Gremlin. We're going to take Lacey. We're going to make it a whole trip, a Halloween trip. You know, should bring his moth because moth's got we'll that experience with too. The, the demon in the if corner. She wants too. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that noise. We'll just all get together. I'm bringing a flashlight and wear our witch outfits. I will be in the middle of everyone. <laughs> okay. So nothing no one can scare me. Yeah. Totally. And we gotta make a rule? Uh-huh. No scaring each other. No. That's it's not funny. N- not happening. <laughs> yeah. I don't like that either. Okay. We're we're going in respectfully and dressed for the occasion. Okay. Respectfully. Respectfully. Yes. Hey ghost, respectfully. It's me. Ya boy. Ya boy. <laughs> respectfully. You want me to leave? Okay, I will. I'm sorry. Thanks for letting me know you're here. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> it's terrible. Recently, our friend Lacey ran into a bloodbather at a coffee shop. Uh, so surreal. First of all, hi. Hello. Hello. We love you. We see you. Secondly, your critiques have been taken into consideration, and we would love it if everyone would go and listen to our newly released trailer that will go into depth and explain everything and let you know that we are trying to be better. Yeah. So listen over for there. that Everything will be there thanks and catch you next week but wait, wait. wait oh whoa there's more there's so much more <laughs> bye, bye, <laughs> bye 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 <laughs> bye